<laughs> Welcome, guys, to the Howdy Health Podcast. We're doing a very special occasion um, today, doing an online version of it. We uh, we are very excited to, to be meeting with Catherine Arnston. She is the founder and CEO of Energy Bits. Uh, they're algae tablets. I can't wait to get into all this fun information about it because we just got to meet you, uh, was it three weeks ago at, uh, yeah. at the Biohacking Congress in, in Las Vegas? Um, we have Nurse Doza here, but uh, before we get started, Catherine, may you give uh, a quick introduction to yourself, please? Sure. Um, well, I uh, again, it's Catherine Arnston, and I am the founder and CEO of Energy Bits. We sell algae tablets, spirulina, and chlorella. Some of you may have heard of maybe spirulina, maybe not so much on chlorella. <clears throat> I'm actually Canadian by birth, although I've lived in Boston, Massachusetts for 33 years. Um, and I have an MBA, and I was I had a international marketing career and I was minding my own business with it. And then out of the blue, uh, 13 years ago, my younger sister in Canada, who I'm very close to develop breast cancer, <clears throat> she's fine now, but at the time her oncologist recommended she change her diet to an alkaline diet because it would help with her healing. Now they didn't tell her what an alkaline diet was or why it was good for her. So <clears throat> the first call she made was to me, her big sister who loves her. And I said, well, I have no idea what this alkaline diet stuff is, but I will find out because I'm also a really good researcher. So uh, I did find out, and you could too. Uh, it's mostly a plant-based diet because of the chlorophyll and the phytonutrients found in plants. So I gave her some, I did some research. I read about 10 books and about 100 scientific papers. She changed her diet. She went through her chemo, completely healed. And in the process, <clears throat> I started reading the science of plant-based nutrition. Now, this was 13 years ago. And nobody was talking about plant-based nutrition like they are now. Now it's completely mainstream. But at the time, I thought, gosh, this is pretty powerful stuff. I don't have a science background or a nutrition background, but I, I am a very passionate person. I thought, I'm going to do something. I don't know what, but I'm going to do something about this and get the word out. So I gave up my career, went back to school. I went to um, the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, where I got a one-year health coaching certificate. Not a lot of science, but enough to give me some credentials. And then I started, I put my own curriculum together and I taught plant-based nutrition at hospitals and corporations for almost a year. And it was during that experience that I had my epiphany that led me to algae, which is what I've been doing now for the last 12 years. And the epiphany is this, and I'm sure your audience will appreciate this. When I was telling people to eat more vegetables, they said, hey, look at our mothers have been trying to get us to eat more vegetables since we were kids. So you're not telling me anything I don't already know. The problem is it's too much work. And uh, <clears throat> that's when I realized, you know, people know what they need to do, but there were too many obstacles. Let's face it, vegetables weigh a lot to carry home from the grocery store. And maybe you don't even need live near a grocery store. They also spoil very rapidly. So you're throwing out very often a lot of what you've purchased. And of course, they take a long time to clean, to cook, and to eat. And there's endless arguments at the dinner table with kids and guys mostly <laughs> about eating vegetables. So I thought, all right, I need to find a way to get the green nutrition of vegetables into people where it can give them all these health benefits, but I need to find a way to make it effortless for them. Once again, had no idea where I was going to find the solution, but I'm, I'm, I was on Shark Tank years ago and they... They decided that I was unstoppable, which is true. I will. I am going to make a difference in the world. So when I didn't know what I was going to find, I just kept going. And I, my advice to people who also are passionate about something, just keep going. And once I finally got to algae, that's when I found the solution. Because um, algae is the most alkaline food in the world. So that box was checked. It is also the most nutrient-dense food in the world. We have a quote from NASA that says, one gram of algae has the same nutrition as a thousand grams of fruits and vegetables and i'll explain how and why that is true uh it's been endorsed by the united nations since 1974 uh, who had a global conference on spirulina algae and declared it the answer to world hunger in 1974 because drum roll it has three times the amount of protein as steak uh, and it's a complete protein as 18 of the 20 aminos also algae is uh, the most studied food in the world first of all You'll be stunned to know that algae is not a supplement. It is a food. I'm showing you a picture of a algae farm. This is uh, a spirulina farm, but it is no different. It's grown hydroponically. It's no different than lettuce or kale, except it's a thousand times more nutrient dense and doesn't have any anti-nutrients, which we can also talk about that you may find like no lectins or oxalates. So um, it's a plant, it's, it's agricultural crop. 
it's been the most studied food in the world. There are 100,000 studies collectively on spirulina and chlorella. That's a big number. We're not talking five or 10 or 100 or 1,000 or even 10,000. 100,000. This puts algae in the almost unrefutable category. It is so cross-referenced in science that when I tell you, uh, when I talk about some of the benefits today, I want you to know these are completely validated by NIH studies and peer-reviewed studies all around the world. And on top of all that, algae has been an agricultural crop and used daily in Asia for over 50 years. It's a food crop as big as the beef industry is here. And yet the Japan and the Japanese take it every day and have taken chlorella every day, as I said, for about 50 years. And they have the lowest cancer rates, the high longest longevity in the world and great skin and hair. So when I found out that algae could come in tiny little tablets, which is what we sell, and I'm going to show you some pictures. This one's spirulina, which is a blue green algae. See, it's a darker color. And this one is chlorella, which is a green algae. They come in tiny tablets and each one of these tablets has the same nutrition as an entire plate of vegetables, except check it out. All you need to do is swallow them, or in my case, chew them. I just had the equivalent of a plate of vegetables in a second. This was the answer I was looking for. This, ladies and gentlemen, is fast food. This is effortless nutrition. This is the answer to giving your body all the nutrients it needs as 64% protein, 40 vitamins and minerals, all the electrolytes, A's, B's, every single thing you could live on this forever and you could take five or ten in the morning it's also keto it has zero carbs so um satisfy your hunger get out of the house in seconds have it as a meal replacement 20 or 30 for 20 oh, one calorie per tablet um never or argue with your kids again about having uh needing vegetables never having gas from eating fiber that you can't digest uh never having to throw out anything because it never goes bad this is it. This is the miracle food we've been looking for. And guess what? It was the first life on earth almost 4 billion years ago. So it's not new. It's just new to you. <laughs> so I'm, I am thrilled to be the spokesperson for algae because I know this will help nourish people instantly, effortlessly. And chlorella pulls out toxins, which the two main reasons people are sick these days is they don't have the nourishment they need which spirulina gives you, and they have too many toxins in their body, which chlorella pulls out. This together is the answer for our future, and it's the most sustainable crop in the world. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm totally in love with algae, and I really want people to benefit from it because it's it's pretty rock solid. <laughs> I, I love the passion. I, I do have one question real quick already because like we're in the we're in the vitamin world. We do IVs, vitamin IVs all the time. And which so, is terrific, which is terrific because it's, you know, rapid absorption, yeah. you know, direct uh, infusion. The question that, that we always ask each other and people ask us all the time is like, could you just not eat anything and just do IVs? And then in this case, it's like, you just eat just algae just because it's always like same thing. Like you, you mentioned the kids, right? Like it's that conversation is like, how do you get them to eat stuff? Well, same thing with us, with adults. It's like, how do you get them to eat the things that they need to eat? Right. And the right. question is always like, well, can I just not eat anything and do IVs? <laughs> and that's always a question that comes to mind. Yeah. Um, well, I, I don't think you'll get all the nutrients. I don't, I'm not aware of a chlorophyll IV, although maybe there does is one. But uh, And we're going to talk about the importance of chlorophyll. Uh, technically, you could live on um, these forever. We're not recommending that you do, but they are such complete foods that what we're, I call it your nutritional insurance. This way, you are giving your body everything that it needs to function optimally, from the mitochondria to your digestion. And it takes the pressure off of you to eat for nourishment. Now, when you go out to eat, it's strictly for entertainment, for taste bud delight, for social interaction, um, whatever it is. But now, if you're stuck between meetings or you're racing out the door or you don't have time to you know, cook a proper meal, and this was one of the main problems, you can get the nourishment that you need by taking 5, 10, 20, you know, our Olympic athletes take 30 or 50 before a workout, as many as you need, because again, it's food. Um, and then you know that you're getting, you're not jeopardizing your health. You're not 
um, compromising your capability to think or to be or to operate your body and your you know the things that you need to do you're not fighting with your children uh, and worrying about them whether they're going to grow up to be healthy and, and nourished this takes all of the pressure off that but I discovered that the pro nutrient profile of spirulina is very similar in fact the same aminos are they're identical to the same amino profile as mother's breast milk and we know that it's the perfect food and that you could live on it forever except you know how are you going to get mother's breast milk after the age of two right so um, you know this is your next best thing and and i because algae was the first life on earth and it was provided to us by mother nature i say it's the equivalent of mother nature's breast milk for us i mean it's got the same profile and it was you know it's it's nourishing um in ways that nothing else is so so yeah you could live on it but we don't suggest that you do <laughs> the uh the science behind the two ingredients for the algae uh i i was really like i said i heard you speak and i really enjoyed uh hearing about uh like spirulina for example and can you go into a little bit more because there's a lot of really cool stuff that you talked about that i don't think people even in the supplement world know uh, a lot about it yeah well i'll tell you even the people in the algae world don't know i just um because we're the only algae company th that i'm aware of that really was founded on the principle of just helping people be healthy i i you know i've never this was not a profit driven company although it would be nice one day to make some money um so all of the things that we do with our algae are such high quality that nobody else can um, meet the quality and uh, and things like everybody else they're high volume um suppliers low price high volume so they use things like high heat to dry their algae which kills the enzymes and we're going to talk later about a very very important enzyme called superoxide dismutase which is one of the few antioxidants that can make their, its way into the mitochondria's second membrane to protect it from damage from free radicals when ATP is produced. So, um, but back to your earlier question. So each, um, e the, so first of all, algae is a food category. It's not a fruit and it's not a vegetable technically. Uh, so it's its own food category. And within the category of algae, there's two main clusters. One is called macroalgae and the other is microalgae. We're going to be mostly talking about microalgae but let me tell you what macroalgae is it's basically seaweed it's also known as dulse or kelp and it's that stringy stuff that washes up on shore so it's why it's called seaweed because it comes from the sea it's high in iodine and high in fiber but the virtually land on there well sea moss is sort of a category subcategory of seaweed yeah um doesn't have the same nutrient density as microalgae but that's what seaweed is <clears throat> or macroalgae. Microalgae is called microalgae because it's microscopic in size. Something like a million, this is why it's so nutrient dense, something like a million cells of microalgae could fit on the head of a pin. So that's why you start to understand when it has a thousand times more nutrients than any other fruit or vegetable. And when you consolidate all those nutrients in these teeny tiny little, you know, set organisms, that's where the density comes from. Now, microalgae, unlike macroalgae microalgae is everywhere macroalgae is only in the ocean microalgae is in lakes rivers streams the ocean the soil your swimming pool your aquarium and there are tens of thousands probably hundreds of thousands of strains of microalgae but the two that are harvested for mass consumption as food crops are the two that we're talking about spirulina and chlorella and I mention this because your community may decide to go online and Google blue-green algae because spirulina is a blue-green algae and chlorella is a green. And they might read about toxic blue-green algae blooms in the ocean. That's not what we're talking about. Um, spirulina is a type of blue-green algae. And by the way, don't get angry at the algae when they cl it closes, a bloom shows up and closes your favorite beach because algae is just the cleanup crew. Algae only shows up when there are bacteria or toxins already present and it's, it shows up and it kills the bacteria. That's why algae is actually used in all water treatments in North America. They run all the water through algae to kill the bacteria. 
So the reason why it's showing up at your favorite beach is because someone has dumped toxins there. Maybe there's runoff from agricultural uh, glyphosate. Maybe the people have been peeing in the beach too much. Um, but that's why it's there. And it's just more visible than the toxins. But it is definitely there to clean things up just so that it cleans up your, your own body. So that being said, we have, we're going to talk about spirulina and chlorella, completely two different algae. Each one of them, so our, you know, as I say, we, we have them in tiny little tablets. So let's talk about spirulina, a blue-green algae. There is only one ingredient. So when you were asking about the ingredients, there is only one ingredient. It's just 100% organically grown spirulina. What's in it are you know, over 40 nutrients, minerals, vitamins, um, uh, um, uh, pigments, antioxidants. Like I've got, you know, I know this is the spirulina. It's just like all that's on in each of the tablets. Um, we're not allowed to put all that on our nutritional chart. By the way, we're the only company I'm aware of that does it correctly because we have a nutritional chart on our product. Everybody else, which I said, the algae company in industry doesn't even understand their own friggin' product. They put it, they put a supplements label on their panel. It is not a supplement. Well, maybe theirs is because they mix it up with other garbage, but ours is just dried food. Um, so well, we just have the, the panel that shows the things that the FDA allows us to put, but we now on our bags have a barcode on the back and you can scan it and you'll see all of this. Um, that's spirulina and that one's chlorella. Uh, so you can see all the main stuff. So, but they, the way, the reason why they do different things, even though they have similar nutrients is the, the blend of the nutrients and some, and some of the, the spirulina has some things that are different than chlorella. So let's talk about spirulina. First of all, it has the highest concentration of protein in the world, like I mentioned, and it's a complete protein. Um, things like collagen powder, by the way, are not a complete protein. Um, and by and collagen is made up of um, basically chemically melted down hides and bones and tendons from animals and fish, and uh, that is not a sustainable uh, process. Nor is it healthy, although it's marketed as a health product. But um, uh, spirulina completely uplevels um, uh, 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 collagen powder in every way. It has more protein, more nutrients, and it's. Uh, um, a complete protein. It has all nine of the aminos that your body can't make and has 18 of the of the 20 aminos. Now the cool thing about spirulina is it is actually a bacteria. It's called a cyanobacteria and the reason why that's important is because it has no cellulose wall. So it has zero fiber and so because there is no cellulose wall for your body <clears throat> to break down to get access to the nutrients it gets absorbed almost instantly. This will become a very important fact later on when we talk about uh, superoxide dismutase, which is that antioxidant that protects your mitochondria and is almost impossible to find from any other source uh, because everything else gets destroyed in your stomach during digestion. So high concentration of protein, no uh, cellulose wall, so instant absorption, and it um, has all the B vitamins. So it's got um, B1, 2, 3, 5, 6, 8, 9, and 12. And B vitamins are what convert glucose and protein into energy. So um, we call our spirulina energy bits for that reason because we thought it would be easier for people to understand the word if they weren't familiar with spirulina. Um, but there's other ways that it gives you energy. It's not just the B vitamins, um, it, although those are important ones, and it's not just the high concentration of aminos, it also uh, helps your body release nitric oxide, which is a vasodilator. That opens up your blood vessels so more blood uh, can flow, which brings more oxygen and nutrients to your brain and to your body. Um, and it's not just physical energy, it's mental energy. It has boron, which is important for um, synapses. Uh, it um, uh, allows, facilitates coordination and thought. It's loaded with essential fatty acids, including omega-3, which helps with brain functioning and reduces inflammation. So it's, um, and there's the 40 other, it's got all the electrolytes. Um, it's alkaline, which uh, keeps your cell pH at the 7.1, which is the healthy uh, level of uh, pH to facilitate uh, oxygenation of the cells and permeation of the cell walls for nutrients in, toxins get out. So it's it's an incredibly nourishing um, 
algae that speeds, it gets into your bloodstream almost instantly because of that rapid absorption and um, delivers really rich nutrients, including the, the aminos and the Bs. But the really amazing, most amazing part of spirulina, and quite honestly, I did the only did the deep dive on the science for this in the last couple of months, and this is what I talked about a lot at the Biohacking Congress. The most amazing thing about spirulina is it has the highest concentration in the world of a antioxidant called superoxide dismutase, which is a mouthful, and most people would never have heard of it before, but you're going to hear a lot more of it coming up, and here's why. All the new science in longevity and disease uh, is focusing on mitochondria health. All the research is pointing to the fact that all disease, yes, it's related to inflammation, but inflammation is related to mitochondria health. You can't go any further down in the food chain of life than the mitochondria. <clears throat> and all research points, Alzheimer's, heart disease, everything is because of mitochondria disease. And if you didn't know about mitochondria, they are what's called little tiny organelles. They exist in all living cells and they generate energy for your body to function. So this is why spirulina is so energizing. We'll get to that in a minute. So when I talk about energy, it's not just physical energy going for a run, although that's part of it. It's not just mental energy about thinking about how to, you know, you know, ace your exams, although that's part of it. It's metabolic cellular energy. Your body needs energy to function in every single way, whether it's digestion, sleep, heartbeats, uh, elimination. Everything is propelled through this stuff called ATP, which is the energy that is generated for you and everything that you do by these little organelles called mitochondria. And if you ever doubted about how important mitochondria are, let me tell you, there are two million of these little mitochondria in every cell in your brain. Think about that. Two million per cell. That's off the charts a big number. The next biggest number, actually there's a very high concentration also in your retina, which I recently learned about, <clears throat> the women's eggs. And then the next highest is your muscles. And this includes your heart or any muscle group. Um, and they have 5,000 mitochondria per cell. The higher concentration of mitochondria are wherever the greatest energy needs are. So your brain is a, is a suck, sinkhole for energy. And, and this is why they're realizing Alzheimer's is a mitochondria disease uh, because the mitochondria in your cells, in your brain are suffering. They're damaged. Uh, uh, and we're going to tell you how and why they got damaged and how and why to prevent that. So I just want to make sure everybody knows what mitochondria are, where they are, and why they're so important. So here's the problem. You know, we've all heard about our cellular DNA. Uh, there's 24,000, you know, been mapped out or thereabouts. Well, your mitochondria, they have their own DNA, and there's only 35 of them. Uh, but a third of them are involved with this production of ATP. So, and what recent science has shown is that your mitochondria, even though there's only 37 compared to 25,000 of your cellular DNA, those 37 control everything. They are like the air traffic controllers. And if when they are damaged, just like if the air traffic controllers get damaged or get hurt, planes would start crashing. Well, that's what happens in your body. When your mitochondria DNA get damaged, they are not communicating properly. They stop uh, replicating. Uh, your cell walls aren't permeable. Uh, there's not the ATP being generated. It's a disaster. And this is what leads to disease. It's the mitochondria DNA because they control everything. So here's the problem. Your mitochondria DNA are located in your mitochondria exactly where the ATP is produced. And your ATP, when it's being produced, it releases something called free radicals, which the analogy I make is ATP is like a big bonfire and free radicals are like sparks that fly off. In, um, so because your mitochondria DNA are front row in the bonfire, they're getting sparks 
all the time and which damages them if you sit near fire you could turn you could get on fire yourself and that's exactly what's happening to the mitochondria they're they're getting damaged they're not replicating properly they're cross-firing with communications and this is what leads to disease is the damage of the mitochondria because they're exactly where your atp is produced just as a comparison your regular dna your what's called nuclear dna they're in the cheap seats they're not even in the mitochondria. They're way uh, back in the regular part of the cell. They have nowhere, they're nowhere near where the ATP is produced, which is exactly where the mitochondria DNA is. So they're in the cheap seats and your mitochondria are front row and center. And that's why your nuclear DNA lasts a lifetime. Your mitochondria DNA, the average lifespan is anywhere between 10 to 30 days, tops. So you can see that it's just constantly being damaged. So. The goal to preventing uh, disease and aging of any kind is to protect those mitochondrial DNA. So there's two basic ways you can do that. One is you can reduce the number of free radicals that are being produced. And the two best ways to do that is through intermittent fasting or fasting at period or using a ketogenic diet. Because when you're fueling your mitochondria with healthy fats, there are fewer free radicals released. When you are using carbs and sugar, that's a massive overload. Think of it as a car with a dirty muffler. It's, it releases all that black smoke. That's what happens in your mitochondria when you eat carbs. When you eat keto or at least low carb, you are generating energy more efficiently. So it's like having, you know, maybe a, you know, a hybrid <laughs> car, right? So that's one way of doing it, reducing the free radicals. And you can do that yourself uh, with by controlling the kind of diet that you have. The second way of doing that is by having more antioxidants to get to uh, put out the uh, to remove the free radicals. But here's the problem. Virtually no of your none of your other antioxidants, A, D, can get into the mitochondria because it has two membranes. Most cells have one. The mitochondria, they're in lockdown. They're like in the ICE unit. There is a whole another layer, uh, another membrane layer that protect the mitochondria because that's where the ATP is produced. And that's what you know where the action is. So just like in an ICE unit, only special doctors can get in there. Well, in the mitochondria, it's the same way. There's only a few antioxidants that can make their way into that inner membrane. Uh, glutathione is one, uh, um, chlorophyll is one, and then there's another one called superoxide dismutase. And um, the, uh, now your body normally makes superoxide dismutase, but as you age, the production of it decreases just like the, the number of your mitochondria decrease as you age. Although you can reverse that by this process that I'm gonna tell you about in a second. So by the time you're 60 or 70, you virtually have no superoxide dismutase being produced by your body. That's not very good. And it's virtually impossible to find in food. There's a teeny bit in cabbage. But all the superoxide dismutase in food gets damaged during the digestive process. Spirulina has the highest concentration of superoxide dismutase in the universe. Um, uh, one of these little tiny tablets has 3,000 units of superoxide dismutase. And just to compare that, a recent study uh, was done on superoxide dismutase, and they gave uh, patients, I think, 104 units of, of it. And within you know weeks, their uh, fatigue disappeared, their anxiety disappeared, their mental uh, um, acuity improved, their physical energy improved with just 104 units. And yet one tablet of spirulina has 3,000. Now, the reason why um, spirulina will help, especially our spirulina, because um, it will, will help you, because that will get into the mitochondria, diffuse the free radicals, and guess what happens when it does that? The free radicals effect, basically turn into water. Nothing harmful about water. So it, it, yeah. I, the best way I help people understand this is like superoxide dismutase is like your fire department. It's putting out the fire caused by the free radicals that are a result of that big bonfire in all of your cells uh, called ATP production. Now, the reason why the spirulina, at least our spirulina, 
can do this so well is because it is a bacteria. And as I mentioned, that allows it to be absorbed almost instantly and literally bypasses digestion. If you chew this, it's in your bloodstream in seconds. Most people do swallow it, but that even if you swallow it, you're talking 10 minutes, but digestion can take hours. And that's why in that process and in that very acidic environment, other foods with a super oxide dismutase, it's referred to as SOD, um, get lost. But spirulina, because it's absorbed so quickly, uh, gets absorbed and gets to work right away. But here's the trick. Superoxide dismutase is an antioxidant. I mean, sorry, is an enzyme. And uh, when I started the company, I determined, I decided that we would not use high heat to dry our algae. This was 12 years ago. This is before I even knew about superoxide dismutase because I knew that heat damaged nutrients and that heat damaged, killed enzymes. So we do not use high heat to dry our algae and virtually everybody else does because all the other spirulina products out there are lower priced and high volume. So they need to get to market quickly. So they use high heat to dry it. The problem is high heat kills enzymes, including superoxide dismutase. So even if it is in the spirulina that they are growing, it's, it's dead. It's like shooting blanks. It's not going to do anything because it's a dead enzyme. Uh, the only other way that um, you could get uh, superoxide dismutase effectively is by buying spirulina that is frozen uh, because once again, um, the nutrients would not be damaged by high heat. But that's really messy and there's very few companies that do that. It's hard to get difficult to travel with, uh, very impossible to maintain on a regular basis. You can't throw it in your gym bag or your handbag or your travel bag or put it in your kid's lunch like you can with our algae tablets. So, so spirulina is the king of superoxide dismutase, is the king of antioxidants, um, and it will protect your mitochondria DNA, which is the crucial part of managing your health protecting your health, reversing, by the way, it can reverse uh, disease because mitochondria and your cells are constantly replicating. You are constantly a new entity. There's a great expression, an Asian expression that says you never step in the same river twice. Your body is the same way. It's never exactly the same. Your stomach lining replicates itself, I think every four days, your skin every 28 days, uh, your bones do take longer. I think it's eight years. Your organs take longer time as well, but but um, they're constantly shedding the old, uh, and it's called autophagy. When um, uh, this is when cells die, and actually you need to clean those out. When which is going to be a nice segue to chlorella because chlorella cleans out the dead cells just like it cleans out other toxins. But when you start to understand how your body works and what it needs to function optimally, you start to understand why spirulina is and chlorella is so perfectly suited for it, giving you the best shot at life. In fact, my tagline that I came up with 12 years ago is, you know, put more life in yours one bit at a time. <laughs> yeah. So uh, really quick, you brought up the, the point about autophagy, right? Is that uh, people always ask us, cause we talk about autophagy and fasting. I talk about fasting all day long. I mean, I just got off a three day uh, water fast Nice. and, and people, all always ask me about like, well, can you, can you eat this during a fast? It's like, well, then it wouldn't be fasting. Right. Like, yeah. but for me, for me, it's always what the more important part is like, you don't want to get kicked out of autophagy. Right. But, yeah. but, uh, but in this case, because there is no lining, there's not things you're breaking down. Would it break, uh, would it kick you out of autophagy by taking? Well, a few bits? I'm a bit of a, a purist when you're doing a, you know, three day water fast, you know, stick with just the water. I mean, you're going to put your, I mean, I, they're the, so great and, and they're part of uh, our ancestral history. Uh, yeah. You know, religious groups have been doing um, fasts forever. They may not have understood the science, but, um, you know, this is what's so interesting is, um, you know, if we throw out the last 50 years of pharmaceutically driven science, although there are benefits, I will say, to lots of the discoveries of science. So I don't want to throw science out completely or the medical but things that they've been doing in India for centuries or China, uh, whether it's consuming algae or, or mushrooms, um, 
or fasting. I mean, these things are have been used and trusted forever and we just kind of forgot about them until you know finally we're getting back on track and we it's called the alternative care and it's really the original care if you ask me things like chlorophyll chlorophyll was used forever for helping people heal because it, it builds your blood and we're going to get to that next so it's great for intermittent fasting it has zero carbs either one although generally recommend spirulina in the morning because it has more protein and more um, essential fatty acids. So it's more satisfying for your hunger uh, than chlorella is, but it will not uh, decrease your ketones or increase your glucose. So it's terrific for intermittent fasting, makes it much more uh, possible. I do it all the time. I, you know, I, I, and then you can enjoy your meal when you do it. But you know, if you're gonna do fasting, the three day water fast, I mean, just, just do it. Um, why play around? Autophagy is a beautiful thing. It's like taking out the garbage. You know, think about it. If you don't take out the garbage in your home, it gets pretty smelly after a while, right? Well, the same thing happens in your body, except you're just not aware of it. But what happens is the, the symptoms are bad digestion, uh, fatigue, brain fog, breakouts. It's because You've got garbage, dead cells that are cluttering up your lymphatic system, uh, preventing your cells to, um, it's changing the pH. So there's more clutter in the cells. So there's less oxygen and, and then there's less permeability of the cell wall. And so it's just a slippery slope. Um, so your body actually throws off uh, uh, three, 30 million trillion, sorry, 30 trillion cells die in your body every day. That's a lot of cells. That's a lot of garbage. So autophagy is a gorgeous thing. And when, once you get into the swing of learning how to do intermittent fasting, and you do get some autophagy from you know, you know, intermittent fasting, you know, 15, 18 hours, but um, that three-day fast, if you can do it, or even two-day, any any period, uh, starts to clean out those zombie cells, cells that are should be dead, but but you know haven't died completely yet because the mitochondria haven't given the instruction correctly because they're damaged. So so yeah, I so I would so definitely great for intermittent fasting. Um, I I would not mess around with the purity in, uh, of a nice water fast. Oh yeah, yeah. So right before he, uh, we started the podcast, he came in talking about some new information with uh, glutathione and and taurine, and, and then uh, you also mentioned about how it's one of the few antioxidants that can help in the brain, right? And so I want to ask you about like together a conversation about just glutathione and, uh, and antioxidants. Well, um, if you're looking at the SOD that you keep mentioning, Catherine, and then you mentioned glutathione, when people talk about antioxidants, those are the two that most people don't recognize are like the strongest ones that our body's capable of making. Right. So if you think about and I love the way you explain the mitochondria because I mean, the most simplest way to look at it is from the deepest part of our cells. If you're going to go in there and clean out the garbage, as you say, you need something that's very powerful. That's going to be able to fight through all those walls to get deep, deep, deep into the deepest part of our cells, which is our mitochondria and SOD and glutathione are what we want. The problem is we would like in theory to make our own. The problem is that we don't. And so what I, what I thought was fascinating about algae was that, you know, you have the ability to make SOD, which I did not know, which was really just fascinating um, because it's not like there's a lot of direct ways, like you said, to make SOD directly without having to have all the systems and the pathways in order. But when we talked about brain health, it, it, I'm glad Broder brought this up, the, uh, the omega-3 content uh, that you have in algae, I think needs to be emphasized because when you talk about a plant-based lifestyle, I want people to understand that you still need antioxidants from your plant-based foods and plant-based food products are usually not healthy unless they're just real food that came from nature. Right. So when you get like, like people who take fish oil, for example, yeah, disgusting. Should, it's it the worst thing for you. Yeah. Yeah, they should be taking a fish oil because it's brain food, right? And so glutathione and SOD are antioxidants for, you know, brain mitochondria perhaps, but, 
you know, mega threes, that's what the brain's made out of, you know, so it, it's, it's important to, to supplement for that. Well, the problem with the pro there's a couple of problems with fish oil, unfortunately, number one, it's unsustainable and destroying the oceans. The demand for fish oil has gone through the roof. And so, so is the fishing of the fish. Um, but separate from that, I remind people, where do you think the fish get the omega-3 from? They get it from algae. So, um, and the problem with a lot, I mean, most fish oil is actually rancid by the time you buy it. So here you're buying it for the, you know, the, uh, um, to help it reduce inflammation anywhere in your body, including your brain. And if it's rancid, it's going to cause inflammation. Algae never goes bad, never. So, and it never uh, causes inflammation. In fact, it's the probably the, it is the food that is the, has the highest uh, um, scores for reducing inflammation. And we've had these tested by um, even Dr. Um, uh, uh, D'Agostino, who was, has been on NASA's Nemo missions and had his blood tested every day. These are submarine missions. He said he's never seen anything like it before. Uh, his inflammation levels were so low when he was taking our algae. But back to the fish oil and the omega-3, yes, omega-3 and essential fatty acids are critical for um, brain health and for cellular health in general. But there, um, uh, and the algae te technically doesn't have a high measurement of omega-3, it has omega, and it's just the spirulina, not the chlorella. Chlorella is not rich in um, essential fatty acids, but spirulina has an omega uh, in it, but it's technically an omega-6, and it's called GLA, which stands for gamma-linaic acid. Now, it behaves exactly like an omega-3 in our algae, not anybody else's, because our algae doesn't use high heat. Now, GLA, when it is unheated, uh, has the same anti-inflammatory benefits as omega-3s. And just as further proof of that, the only place that has more GLA in it than spirulina is mother's breast milk. And the reason why it's in high concentration in mother's breast milk is because the baby's brain doubles or triples in size within the first couple of years. And that GLA is an important essential fatty acid for brain development. Uh, now you can get GLA in primrose oil and some other borage oil, but when you, but then you don't get all the other benefits of algae. Primrose oil doesn't have chlorophyll. Primrose oil doesn't have protein. Primrose oil doesn't have 40 vitamins and minerals. You know, it doesn't matter what food group, what category, what antioxidant, what nutrient you look at, algae up levels it in every single way. With collagen, it's not sustain collagen powder, it's not sustainable, and algae is a complete protein, collagen isn't. Uh, if you're looking at, you know, place sources of GLA, yeah, the other sources don't have chlorophyll or they don't have protein. Algae does. Uh, other things aren't sustainable. It's I, I call algae the symphony of nutrition because it has absolutely everything in it that your body requires. And it's the harmonies between the nutrients are so perfectly calibrated that that's why you could live on it forever. Um, there is nothing else in the universe like that. And, you know, there is a bit of a, I think, a spiritual piece of this because before algae, there was no life on earth. And I haven't even got to the point, I'll just mention it briefly now. Um, uh, spirulina, as I mentioned, is a bacteria. It's called a cyanobacteria. And in the plant uh, uh, history of the earth, and this is all uh, documented in plant biology, uh, three and a half billion years ago, suddenly a cyanobacteria appeared effectively spirulina. Prior to that, there was just gas and water on earth. And then after a billion years of this cyanobacteria, which generated ATP and released oxygen, a billion years of it showing up, a larger set of cells started showing up, but they couldn't um, uh, w function as well in the oxygenated world. So what they did is they swallowed up the little guys, that they started swallowing uh, the small cyanobacteria. And those uh, to function properly. So, and they didn't digest them, they just kept them so that the small little cyanobacteria, which had been previously generating ATP, kept generating the ATP for the big cell. And then the big cell protected it from the environment. But guess what? That little cell that got swallowed up by the big cell became mitochondria. Cyanobacteria are your mitochondria. 
So if you don't have any kind of, if nothing else, when you realize when you are feeding your mitochondria algae, you are literally feeding itself to itself. I mean, it's the wildest, craziest. I couldn't make this up if I tried. And it's all uh, endosymbiotic theory is with a tech is the science behind what it's called and you're welcome to google it online <laughs> almost autophagy just the way you explain that <laughs> me? that's almost autophagy just the way you explain that how it's eating itself <laughs> yeah yeah exactly it's uh it's it's absolutely wild now chlorella which showed up a billion years later does belong to the plant kingdom um unlike cyanobacteria and it has chloroplasts in it but and it does still feed the mitochondria but in a slightly different way and maybe we can segue over to um talking about it because we've really only dug into spirulina but yeah spirulina is really terrific for brain health um as well as you know mitochondria health and they're really one of the same quite honestly yeah no um uh, before we get into the next subject real quick, I want to ask you one last thing uh, on um, that you mentioned way at the beginning when you were doing some some teaching at the hospitals, right? Yeah. What was that experience like? You know, because we always discuss how at the hospitals, the food is just never optimal. Yeah. Well, so, it was, I only got into a couple and it was really because I had friends that worked there and um, I was really teaching the staff. Um, I wasn't getting, they, I wasn't in front of patients. And when I was speaking to corporations, they, I would go through the wellness, uh, the, the uh, HR department. I mean, this was 10 years ago. Now, lots of companies actually have complete wellness departments, you know, Google and Apple. And man, I would love to give a talk to them and get them on our LG because it'll improve brain thought and, and keep people healthy. But um, it was really in, through the wellness, you know, HR departments. Um, and that's when, but, but it was a great experience because that's where I learned, um, you know, just telling people stuff isn't enough. That's why with chiropractic, I'm sure, um, you, you'll appreciate Jonathan, that, uh, one of the biggest challenges chiropractors have when they advise their patients on nutritional, you know, changes is compliance because people, they, you know, they're busy. And they, they want something fast and easy. And that's why I love algae so much. It doesn't get any faster or easier. If you can swallow water in seconds, you can give your body the nutrients that it needs to perform optimally. That's why I call it, I, I should come up with some acronym because it's the fastest food in the world. So it meets the needs of America's uh, society and it meets my needs uh, and my goal, which is to help people be healthy. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. What the uh, the chlorophyll thing? You you were going, you were about to transition to yes. that next, but you said it has different properties than spirulina, right? Yes. yes. I'm sorry. Yes. Yes. So um, spirulina is a blue green algae, so it has two pigments in it. One's called phycocyanin. It's a mouthful. Has lots of healing properties, but I don't want to get too more much deeper on spirulina. It's it is an amazing food. And then the other one is chlorella, which is just a green algae. Um, so it only has one pigment in it. Uh, spirulina has the two, chlorophyll and phycocyanin. So chlor chlorella has chlor the highest chlorophyll in the world. It has 500 times more chlorophyll than arugula, uh, 25 times more than even liquid chlorophyll. There is nothing in the world with more chlorophyll than chlorella. And sadly, our food, even if you are eating vegetables, just doesn't have enough chlorophyll in it anymore because our soils are so damaged. There's not enough nutrients in the soils, not enough minerals. So whatever is grown there is, is a, you know, a, a, just a version of what it was like a hundred years ago. We are just, we're eating fiber and calories, but we're not getting nutrients. Also, the food is now grown in far, far away places. So they have to harvest it before it's finished which means all the nutrients and the enzymes have not reached out to the fruit or the, or the leaves. Um, so it's, it's 50% of what it should be. So you're not getting the chlorophyll that you need uh, from your food. Um, and also they've realized the ozone layer is so damaged that all plants now have more sugar in them and fewer nutrients. 
So I'm going to show you a couple of reasons why chlorophyll is critical. And remember, chlorella has the highest in the world. So here's a picture of your chemical composition of your hemoglobin, your red blood cells, and the chemical composition of chlorophyll. They are virtually identical. That's and that's and because and chlor the only difference is your blood has iron in the middle, which carries oxygen, and chlorophyll has magnesium instead. Otherwise, chlorophyll builds your blood. Now, when you have healthy blood, you're going to have a healthy body. You're going to have healthy cells. You're going to have a healthy brain. Uh, it is absolutely essential that you have chlorophyll. They have used chlorophyll for centuries for healing people, even as recently as World War II, when they ran out of blood for transfusions. Um, they would give the injured liquid chlorophyll and they would heal just as fast. Dogs will go out and eat grass when they're sick. They intuitively know that the chlorophyll is good for them. So that's number one. It builds your blood. Number two, chlorophyll is a fat-based pigment, which is a great segue from where we just were talking about omega-3s and healthy fats for brain health and for cellular wall health. So I did, um, and chlorophyll is a fat-based pigment, and I'm going to prove to you. So I did this experiment multiple times and finally confirmed what was going on um, with science. These are, this is what happens when you put some uh, spirulina tablets in a dish with water. See the beautiful blue pigment that disperses? Well, what's most, it's beautiful, but what I want you to focus on is the fact that it's evenly dispersed through the water, okay? This is what happens when you put chlorella tablets in the same plate with the same amount of water. It's just green, number one, because it's just one pigment. But notice how it clumps. It does not disperse like its brother over here, spirulina. I did this experiment 20 times until I had my epiphany. And this is doc and validated by science. Chlorophyll is a fat-based pigment. Fat and water don't mix. That's why it didn't disperse like phycocyanin did, which is a water-based pigment. This is why phycocyanin is used for treating things like uh, angiogenesis, so it, which stops the growth of blood vessels to tumors, because it's a water-based pigment like your blood. But this is a fat-based pigment. Now, so what does chlorophyll do? It heals your cell walls. It heals your brain. It he and it heals your mitochondria, because it is one of the other few antioxidants that can penetrate the mitochondria inner cell membrane. But when your cell mem you need your cell membrane to be permeable because that's how nutrients can get in and toxins can get out. And a best analogy I've come up with to help people understand that is you know when you have dirty windows, you can't see out and sunlight can't get in. So it's not a good situation. So think of chlorophyll as window washers for your cell walls. It keeps it permeable so Nutrients in, toxins out, pH of your cell is slightly alkaline, oxygenated, nutrients there, feeding the mitochondria, happy situation. So, um, but, uh, so that's number two. Let's get now to the mitochondria about chlorophyll. So chlorophyll, like superoxidismutase, is one of the few nutrients, again, that can get into that inner membrane and um, squash the ATP free radicals. But here's another cool thing. They've discovered, from science that when you have chlorophyll and you expose your body to uh, red light, either from sunlight or red light therapy, the that combination of the chlorophyll and the, and the red light recirculates the CoQ10, which is part of what's called the electron transport chain. And it generates ATP with zero free radicals because it's the cleanest fuel. It's even cleaner than keto. Cleaner than keto, if you can imagine. Crazy, right? Wow, uh, that's 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 really incredible. Uh, I mean, and that's how plants do it, right? Yeah. And you know, it's exactly how plants do it. And it starts to make complete sense to me because we started years ago when we first started. We got noticed by marathon runners and triathletes and cyclists and um, Olympic athletes, and they loved it because the spirulina gave them so much energy, got into their bloodstream quickly, gave them focus, energy for their run. Um, and, um, and then they took the chlorella afterwards, which we'll talk about in a second, to pull out toxins like lactic, uh, like, like lactic acid. And it was unbelievable. I mean, it was just, it was like they were on fire. And then it dawned on me that one of the extra little kicks that they were getting is because they're, out, they're exercising outside. So they've got all this chlorophyll 
Yes, the protein and the amino acids are propelling them. Yes, the B vitamins are converting it naturally. Yes, they're getting the, the uh, um, uh, vasodilation. Yes, they're getting the boron, but they're also getting the chlorophyll, which matched with the red light from the sunlight was just giving them that extra kick. It's, it's crazy, right? So would they use it like uh, in the, like, let's say they're doing a marathon, like whenever they need a refeed at like yes. 20 miles? Yeah. Exactly. So that we always say take at least when you're doing a marathon or, you know, any extensive exercise, take at least 30 tablets of the spirulina before, you know, 10, 15 minutes before your race. And we sell them in small pouches and uh, with 30 tablets, take a couple extra with you. And maybe every uh, hour, you know, just throw back 10 or 15, just to keep your energy steady. Uh, we have ultra runners that do 100 miles or more on just spirulina and water. Hmm. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. 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 It's pretty, pretty wild. But again, not all spirulina brands will provide the efficacy because, uh, that ours will, because we're, we, you know, I, it's so, I'm so glad that I'm a purist and, uh, focused on quality. I, you know, I just wanted the best for people I was, that were going to be using this. Um, and now making those decisions is making it very clear to me what makes us stand out uh, and why these tablets work so well. We've had people buying our product, then go find a cheaper version. They always come back and they tell us, you know, I just didn't feel the same. It just didn't have the same impact. And now I know the science why. I'm someone who needs to know why. And that's what's propelled me for 12 years. <laughs> Was sourcing it a difficult thing for you, like to get the right people to help you? like make? Oh, sure yeah. Everything? Yeah, years. Well, I was by myself for four years starting the four years all by myself, just researching the science, researching algae, trying, you know, reaching out to people, you know, knocking on doors, doors closed, knocking on doors, doors closed, knocking. It's just, but, you know, when I saw, when I, when I saw what this could do for the world, uh, it, it, it's just what I wanted to do. I, it's like, you know, if you see someone drowning in a pool, do you jump in and save them or not? I, I felt an obligation once I'd learned this information to share it um i guess it's the difference between if you have a you know a masterpiece piece of art do you keep it in your home just for yourself or do you donate it to a museum where the world can enjoy it um so i just want i know that this is going to change the world i just needed people to understand it and um and let me educate them uh if they choose to buy somebody else's that's fine but at least understand it. <laughs> it's yeah. not pond scum. It's the, our, I call it a nutritional rock star, but yeah. um, it just needed, a, it needed an agent. <laughs> I, I love algae actually, because when I remember uh, looking at like prepping years ago, people were growing in their backyard as saying, this is the most dense food I'm growing in my garden. Like literally, like this is everything. If I had to survive, I would survive yeah. off the algae. So that was like years ago. I was like, oh, wow. Like that, there's something way more to it. And of course, hearing about like, you know, sea moss and seaweed and all the nutrients and everything you said about the soil, it just makes sense. And I just want to thank you for your passion. Uh, the fact that you're going out of your way to educate so many people on such a new subject, it takes a lot of effort and <laughs> we know the battle. And uh, like I said, we applaud your passion and it's, it's refreshing. Just <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Keep at it. Thank you. Oh, thank you. That's encouraging. Cause for a while people were heckling me and calling me a crazy woman, but you know, I just, you know, we're, I'm almost at the tipping point where people are trusting me now and they're seeing the science is real. So yeah. thank you yeah. for your... well, whenever, yeah. whenever we get crazy or someone gets called crazy, I'd take that as a, as a badge of honor yeah. now. Yeah. I think you're on the right track. You're on the right track because you're yeah. thinking differently. All right. Like I'll tell, and I, I want to, I want to bring up, but you brought up a good point. We were called crazy and I've been called crazy for years. And it's weird because eventually when you're called right, then everything changes because they're like, oh, wow, you know, this crazy person was kind of talking some good, you know, practical sense all along. And you're like, yeah, I know. I've been waiting for y'all to come along. But yeah. what happens is, you know, you you help so many people along the way because of that effort, because I'm doing like a mindset that's been the yeah. same approach for so long. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, um, I, I, at first when I started, like I said, I was by myself for four years and I, I kind of resisted the universe. I kept saying to it, like, go find somebody else who has a science background. Like, yeah, I, I know no science, but I now realize I am the perfect person to do this because I know exactly how it feels not to know any science. So I take a lot of pride in taking, in going through the deep science concepts and reinterpreting them so that your average person can understand them and not be afraid of them. Because when you are afraid of something, your brain mentally, part of your brain literally shuts down and cannot take in new information. So by kind of, you know, taking a slightly more playful approach and walking people through the process of learning how this works. And then if they choose to on their own, they can go validate it online or in science books and they'll see that this is indeed the truth. Uh, and so what I, I've been telling people is that, you know, we're kind of doing something similar or I'm doing something similar to what Lululemon did for yoga. Lululemon didn't invent yoga. Yoga had been around for centuries and yoga is really good for you for stretching and like longevity and a thousand other things. But what they did is they took the weirdness away from it. Um, cause, uh, my, I have an older sister who's an artist and she was a tree hugger. She did, she, she went to India. I mean, she did the whole yoga thing when I was like 16 and still, you know, a glamor girl. And it's like, I'm not doing that weird stuff. You go knock yourself out, but not me. But by making yoga, you know, uh, interesting, fashionable, palatable, they brought millions more to yoga. Uh, and who are now benefiting from it. It doesn't matter if there's music playing, they're still getting the benefit. I'm doing the same thing for algae. I did not invent algae, mother nature did. But what I'm trying to do is help people take the weirdness away from it. I design all the packaging to make it welcoming. You know, we have um, chlorella as the recovery bits, which is a green algae. So it's in a green package. And we have these really cool canisters that, you know, you, there's a little opening here, you can pour the tablets out. Anyways, the idea is to make it welcoming and uh, educate them about what it does so it's not weird anymore. It's completely normal in Asia. It's no different to a Japanese than than uh, you know, you know, eating Dunkin' Donuts is here, which is so sad. Uh, and in Japan, because there's so many algae farms there, again, they're out their farms. Um, you know, they ride their bicycle by an algae farm on the way to school. They drive by it on their way to work. It's normal. Here we have wheat and corn, which are crappy carb, you know, nutrient absent crops, but that's what people know. So, so we're just trying to make it more normal. Um, and uh, uh, it, it, it's, you know, it, it just takes some time. But I, um, I wanted to show you again, each one of these tablets, what I need you to remember, there's so much nutrition in each one of these tablets that it equals the plate an entire plate of vegetables, the nutrition in an entire plate of vegetables. Um, that's using that quote from NASA. But there's no carbs. There's no time. They never spoil. Uh, they're transportable. <laughs> um, and the density, we sell them on our website in large bags. So it's a thousand tablets, right? So I use that quote from NASA, one to a thousand. So each bag of our ta tablets, a thousand tablets, has the same nutrition as 551 pounds of vegetables. And at $3 a pound, that would have been $1,500. The bag is normally 125, but we have a 20% discount code for your audience, H-D-Y-H, which of course stands for how do you health. Um, <laughs> so I, you know, it's, it, I call it uh, efficient nutrition. It, uh, it just knows what to do in your body. Um, it lasts forever. It's safe for newborns, pets, grandparents, no drug interactions. I mean, seriously, it just doesn't. Instead of asking yourself, why would you take it? Yeah, it's good for you. Just take it. Why wouldn't you take it, right? Spirulina will replace virtually all multivitamins, fish oil, CoQ10, you know, magnesium, potassium, sports fuel, snacks, lunch if you want. So it replaces a lot of things. Um, and chlorella, which is the high chlorophyll, which I didn't finish, but it pulls out toxins, lead, mercury, radiation, alcohol, lactic acid, everything. Uh, it doesn't matter what it is. If it's not supposed to be there, chlorella pulls it out. So most people take the spirulina in the morning because they want 
they have their, they're hungry and they're tired and they're doing intermittent fasting and they want energy. And most people take chlorella at night because your body goes through a detox repair cycle at night. And so this will facilitate that. It also stimulates peristalsis. It has the highest RNA and DNA in the world. It's a wellness algae, which is why we call it recovery bits. So it helps you recover from anything, recover from your day, recover from illness, recover from sports, alcohol, um, you name it. So, That's so it's a pretty, pretty amazing <laughs> stuff. That's funny. I think you got Baldur's attention with the uh, the recovery one. That's the one. I that's, that's the one I hadn't tried yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um, and it actually tastes pretty good. Uh, it's still very green, um, uh, but I eat mine all day long with either macadamia nuts or pistachios, which are um, uh, both more uh, macadamia nuts, very high and great and really um, short chain fatty acids, really good for you. And macadamia nuts have very few lectins or oxalates, much better for you than almonds. Um, so try try eating them as a snack. Uh, for wellness benefits, uh, 10 tablets a day would be sufficient, but for detox, you do need uh, you know 20, preferably 30 uh, at a time. Because if you don't have enough of them, it won't pull the toxins all the way out. Um, so, you know, I, we tell people, look at, you know, if you're anemic and you're petite, uh, you could start with two tablets just to get, you know, your body accustomed to the dense nutrition. But aiming for five, preferably 10 a day of both the spirulina in the morning and at least 10 at night um, for uh, of the chlorella. Um, but... For detox, you would want the full 30, but you can cycle in and out. You can do 10 a day of the chlorella, you know, for a week or two, and then do a couple of weeks of 30. I eat about 100 a day, just so you know, and have for, um, you know, 13 years. <laughs> so I love this stuff. I'm like Benjamin Button. I'm getting younger every year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much. I mean, I, I, can you throw out the, the website where they yeah. can find you? Yeah. So the website is energybits.com, E-N-E-R-G-Y, B for boy, I, T for Tom, S for Sam.com. And um, the discount code is H-D-Y-H, stands for How Do You Health. And there's a little... Um, discount box, coupon box, you type it in. It works on everything. And as I mentioned, you know, we do have the large bags of a thousand tablets that are the best value. But if you just want um, to try them out, we also have a sample pack that's only $25. The discount code works on everything. We also write a pretty substantial blog every month on different topics. This month is about sustainability because it's, you know, Earth Day month. Um, so come and visit us at energybits.com just to learn more science. Um, check it out. We've got lots of great stuff there. And we're active on social media. Energy Bits is the handle. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. Awesome. Thank you for your science. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. We'll stay in touch. We'll get some more bits to your way. All right.